Hello, hello. Welcome back to Scrollies. Hope your new year is off to a great start. We had our first episode of the year last week with Cinnaman. Now we're going to be continuing on into January with a little look ahead and a little look back. I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, what's up? I'm Team Ratnado and backwards, that's Odentar Miat. Welcome, Odentar Miat. I am Rilber Ock. Talks. <laughs> That's backwards. Glad, glad to have you here. If you listen to this whole podcast backwards, that makes sense. Uh, maybe. That gum you like is coming back in style. <laughs> yeah, regular Twin Peaks over here. Uh, shout out Proc Eye and Lotor, who really wants me to watch it. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon enough. Oh, man. Yeah, no, you really should. Uh, <laughs> Man, I got Last of Us. I got what we do in the shadows. Twin Peaks. Man, my whole play. No, I just. You know what? You know what? What we do in the shadows is the most important. Oh, surely. I mean, Colin Robinson. I mean, he's my favorite animal. So how could I? How could I not? Uh, no, we're we're here uh, in this new year, me and Ratnado, and uh, we're gonna be looking ahead at games to come, and we're also gonna be looking back at uh, maybe a favorite or two from the last year, 2022. Uh, disclaimer for those of you listen to this in the future, uh, we're going off what's been announced at the time. So you're going to be wondering, hey, DK65 just got announced. Why isn't Squad excited for it? Hey, it hasn't been announced yet, okay? I don't, I don't know about it. Yeah. So so just calm down, okay? We're talking about games that we're excited for at this moment in time, early January. So we're going to be talking about that. But before we do that, Ratnado, what was a favorite game you had that came out in 2022 that you played? I, I will tell you, Squad, I'm just going to predict it right now, though. Donkey Kong 65 will be announced uh, January uh, 23rd. Nintendo Direct January 23rd, as as is tradition. As is, and yeah. Donkey Kong 65 will be announced then. You know, if that happens, uh, we are going to take this episode down. We're going to re-edit <laughs> it with a live reaction of, of, of me watching uh, DK 65. So, so we'll, we'll upload it back in the past. So, so you're going to hear that now. All right. Let's see. Uh, oh, oh, cool. Okay, they brought the whole Kong uh, family back. It looks like. Wait. What? They're just swinging. Oh, it's the same thing we saw in every other DK game. This is a horrible trailer. Why? Why would they just? Sh- oh. Okay, so so you've heard that now. I must have been really excited for it. Uh, looking forward to the 23rd for that Nintendo Direct. <laughs> you know what? So many games came out last year, and I think that the ones that uh, I was looking forward to the most that didn't disappoint was, number one, Stray. Meow. Yeah. Uh, the, the most Scorpion Medusa game to ever be uh, streamed to Scorpion Medusa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. However, however brief it was. <laughs> however brief it was, yeah. It wasn't a very long game, but I don't think the games need to be. Uh, I, I think that there was a, so many. There was a lot of games that came out last year that I did try, did look at, and wasn't feeling. Uh, Stray is easily the one, though, that I was just like, I mean, it kept me into it. I was excited. I was looking forward to it, and it gave me just everything I expected from it. No less, no more. 
no less and no more. That's that's all you can ask for, right? Uh, yeah. To be to be uh, fully satiated, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. People felt like it needed to be bigger. It needed to be this. It needed to be that. But I got to be just. I just got to be a cat, and I just got around and, like knock stuff off tables and and have a cute little adventure. It was great. You could say it's a bad influence to Morty because <laughs> seeing that cat knock off all the pots. It's a little dicey now, you know. Abby's Abby's little. Uh, Cat cam is up on the shelves, and you know, we don't want all those pots coming coming down because Morty saw oh. saw the cat and stray dude and thought it was okay. And yeah, Abby's teaching him not 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 one to judge uh, Abby Art Fox's parenting skills, but I, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, you got to be careful with the type of media you expose your felines to. In, in the off chance that Abby is listening to this and it's like on on an Alexa or a phone, uh, Morty, don't do it, man. And I love you. You're the best cat in the world. Yeah, you know better, Morty. You know better. <laughs> Bug. Tell Morty to do better. <laughs> yeah, Bug's great. We know Bug's perfect, but Morty. But B- Bug doesn't need to be told anything. Bug- Bug's just a good cat. <laughs> Morty's the trouble, the troublesome one. Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, so that that was probably the the because there's a lot of games. I, I won't go too far into them. Uh, other games that I bought: Sifu, Pokemon Legend Arceus, that I bought, and I was kind of just like, it's pretty good. I like it. It's. Fine. I-, I remember Sifu making a big splash for like a week, and then no one talked about it after that. Yeah. <laughs> Was it good? It's a decent game. It's just, I don't know what it is. It just, it, it is, I think, a little bit short, too. And it's kind of got, like, a, a, a skill gap a little bit. Like, for me, that was the big thing of just, like, I wanted to get perfect at it, but I just didn't ever really get much better. And I'm like, oh, it's fun. I like it. But, you know, one day I'm sure I'll sit down and, like, really get at it, get into it, but just not yet. What, what about you, Squat? What was what was your number one? I think I know. I, can I guess? Uh, you, you can guess. There's not a lot of options, so <laughs> <laughs> of games that you that you played uh, of games that I played that came out last year. I'm not one to get new games usually, uh, especially not at full price. So I, I usually wait for a sale. You probably are gonna get it. <laughs> Mario plus Rabbids Sparks. Wait, no, you don't have that yet. I don't have it yet because I uh, know for a fact that Ubisoft games always get deeply discounted if you just wait it out. <laughs> and uh, it, it's not a first-party Nintendo game because Ubisoft developed it. I mean, you can get that original Mario Rabbids pretty much any time of the year for a fraction of its original price. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have to wait too long. I'm banking on them doing the same thing for Sparks of Hope. I think, uh, you know, uh, not, not going to say a number, but I, I'm going to say, like, at, once it gets under 50%, uh, I'll probably go ahead and bite, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just said a number, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, be expecting that playthrough to start once I get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's fine. Uh, it will. I am looking forward to getting it though. No, I uh, I didn't pick up a lot of games that came out last year. I did get the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga uh, when it went on sale, but then I just kind of like sat on it and never never hit play. Uh, it's it's just sitting there waiting, staring me down, saying. Uh, squat cobbler you were looking forward to me for so many years why haven't you why haven't you uh <laughs> delved in yet and I, I i just have to look at it and say i don't know you don't deserve that you don't deserve that lego star wars skywalker saga i'm sorry, I'm sorry. wow you don't deserve it and, uh, now, now i now i feel bad and i should feel bad that's okay so what was it then because that was my next thing was lego star wars yeah no i, I mean i got it didn't play it i did get Sonic Frontiers pretty soon after release. It got it got a uh, bit of a sale uh, about a month after it came out. And I mean, I played through that all the way. So I guess that's the only 2022 game I finished. And like I said in that, uh, that episode last week, I mean, total 180 from thinking it was kind of a jank mess uh, that was also kind of chill to being actually like 
pretty awesome and a great first step in a new Sonic direction if they actually yeah. decide to continue. I mean, we know Sega, but yeah. <laughs> if they decide to continue with it, I think we're in for a treat the next time around. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I played a little bit during the 24-hour stream, and it was pretty fun. I'm, I'm excited. I think that's the third down on my list right now. Like once once I get once I finish a couple other games, keep going through World One. You'll you'll know there's a point that comes and you haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, but uh, it's it's not my number one either, Ratnado. Hmm. Ever the basic that I am, I picked up Elden Ring, the game of the year, <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago, and uh, you know, not gonna say definitively because recency bias and all that. This may be the most enjoyable numbers game experience I've ever had. Yeah, interesting. Wow. <laughs> and my first Souls game ever. Never played any of the other From Softwares. Uh, never played Dark Souls. Never played Sekiro, Bloodborne, any of them. You know, honestly, I think I've been more engrossed in the world, the open world of Elden Ring, than in any open world game since Skyrim. And there's been a lot of open world games that have been great that have come out in the time between <laughs> then and now. Yeah. The, the Witcher 3, I haven't played it, but I mean, that's a, that's a great one. Red Dead Redemption 2, obviously, amazing open world game. Uh, Breath of the Wild, of course. That said, I mean, none of those had me wondering what was around every corner as much as Elden Ring has so far. And I'm not very far into it. I've been grinding away, but it doesn't feel like a grind is the thing. I've been grinding away uh, naturally, uh, which is exactly how I want my grind to be. Like, it doesn't even feel like I'm grinding, but I am. And finally beat the first major boss uh, in the castle. I mean, I, I won't say much because of spoilers, but I mean, you, you fight you fight the first boss in the castle, and it takes a while to get there because it's pretty hard. So I'm finally moving on to the second major area, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm loving everything about Elden Ring. I can definitely understand why Warstaff would play it for a few minutes and then put it down <laughs> because he died to a, to a hard boss. I mean, I completely get that. Definitely not for everybody. I feel like I have the patience to where it doesn't really bother me, even yeah, though yeah. there's definitely some bosses where I'm like, this is <laughs> just impossible right now. I need to come back later. And I think that's <laughs> honestly, I think that's honestly what makes it the most accessible yeah. uh, Souls game from what people are saying is that you can kind of choose in what order you, you go and fight them and you're not really forced to fight a really hard boss off the bat that you can't get past. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing about, I think, FromSoft games like that is that it's just like, it's intimidating to people because it is that the intention is like you're gonna have to learn how to play this game it's different from what you've played and i think a lot of people are just used to to how games usually are especially open world games you know and uh that, that's cool i mean i i have my opinion on elden ring it has nothing to do with the game necessarily mechanics or anything like that it looks like a great game um but yeah from from soft is pretty crazy I, i'm surprised i'm surprised that you're enjoying it that much I, I really am. It's uh, I I have that to fully blame for my sleep schedule being what it is right now. Because oh, <laughs> Elden, Elden Ring late in the night and then early in the morning and then throughout the day. It's, uh, so that's that's might be what's uh, making you take so many long naps lately. <laughs> it could be. It could be. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, word's still out, but uh, that that is a that is a uh, suspected culprit. <laughs> Wait, Squat, I got a question then. I mean, you've been playing it. How many hours do you think you've been playing it? Oh, I can tell you exactly how many hours. Uh, so I just finished uh, the first major boss at 35 hours in. Wow, very nice. The, the first boss that really gives people a lot of trouble is Margit. Uh, yeah. That's not really a spoiler because it's pretty early in the game. That's like if you're following the critical path, I mean, you're going to reach him in like probably a few hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, that said, uh, I, I realized very quickly I could not defeat Margit and went back and explored the rest of the area and 
grinded up to to level 30 something and then finally was able to take him out without an issue i am very disappointed that my uh flashback capture didn't work because i had a really great moment uh in defeating him where we both struck the final blow on each other at the same time and as i was dying <laughs> i got the victory achievement and then respawned and he was dead so yep. Yep. <laughs> wish yep. i had that clip to share with you guys but uh, alas it, it uh did not save oh rip so, yeah. yeah, big rip. I, you'll you'll just have to take my word for it. It was it was quite a moment. <laughs> What's funny is I've seen that multiple times in like audio stream when he was streaming it, and like of that of like oh I died, but you know something else happens. Oh I still win. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, it. It's it's that meme. I died, but I lived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So I, I asked that for because I want to ask you one more question. Thirty five hours. Uh, you feel like you're learning a lot. Um, surely by now you have some. You have a maiden, right? I I, I do have a maiden. Uh, I didn't really get to choose her. She chose herself, I guess. Uh, Wait, you have a maiden? You're not maidenless. I am not maidenless because I have someone who came up to me at a campfire and gave me a horse. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, said, it's... said they'd be my maiden. I don't know. Maybe I misinterpreted that cutscene, but <laughs> <laughs> she's only got one eye. <laughs> Hey, you know what? That's okay. Um, as long as you have a maiden. I just wanted to make sure you weren't maidenless. Oh, well. Hey, in Elden Ring, no, I'm not maidenless. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's not what we're using it for, but if anyone knows out there, just a, a maiden out there who uh, likes likes a guy that likes Elden Ring, There's there's got to be millions of those out there, right? Perks if you have a horse that you can give them with a <laughs> magic ring. <laughs> If you're listening to this and you're a maiden, I guess all you have to do is just give give somebody a, a horse. Yeah, just show up to them in, a, in an astral projection and, and give them a horse by, <laughs> uh, by a campfire. <laughs> That's uh, all you got to do. Unfortunately for you, however, you are maidenless. You are fated, it seems, to die in obscurity cool yeah yeah that no that's great elden ring looks amazing elden ring's great still pretty early into it so i'll, I'll i guess let you guys know if uh if, if i get suckered in even more if i uh if i adopt the gray mitzi mantra i don't lose until i give up and i will never give up mm, beautiful i love it so awesome. sure enough sure enough elden ring's my number one from last year but ratnado there's a whole another year ahead of us we're in 2023 Gosh. now 2022's old hat we're talking games that are coming out uh, soon, maybe, yeah. if they don't get delayed into 2024. <laughs> I have a list here. I know you do as well. I guess, uh, uh, do you want to go first? Do you, do you have any games that are coming out uh, in the short term that uh, you want to talk about that you're excited for? In the short term? Um, I mean, in the, in the short term, not a lot, actually. Most of the stuff that I'm looking forward to comes out a little bit later. I guess probably Octopath Traveler 2 is the next closest thing, which comes out in February 24th, um, which I really like Octopath Traveler 1. I still have got to finish a couple things there in that game, but the soundtrack was incredible. I love soundtracks, and uh, Octopath Traveler 2 will hopefully be just as good as Octopath Traveler 1. So that would be the one, the first thing that I'm looking forward to in the year. That would probably be the first one that I'm looking for. I think there's probably one later on that we're both going to be really excited about, hopefully. But what about you, Squawk Cobbler? Quarter one, quarter two, what are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. So there's a game coming out in March that I am very much looking forward to. Uh, a sequel to a game that I never really uh, touched, even though I had it for a while, uh, until this past summer. Uh, the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. 
uh, is coming out. Jedi Survivor. I'm really looking forward to this one. I don't really know much about what it's about. I know there's like a guy in a tank based on the trailer. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, I don't... It's just a guy in a tank! It's just a guy in a tank! Um, and I'm not really seeing a lot of the characters that I liked a lot in the first game uh, returning. So I'm, I'm a little wary about that. But that just could be uh, vague trailer uh, cutting. So I'm sure, I'm sure they'll explain what's happening there in the in the actual game itself. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming out. Um, so that's that's for me the first thing probably that's that's on the horizon. But I actually have quite a few uh, that's coming out in the first half of the year already. Oh, really? Really? Um, well, I'm I'm also pretty excited for uh, Survivor. I think uh, Jedi Fallen Order was really good. I, I don't understand why. I don't know. I guess I get why people some people aren't like that into it. But I thought that the campaign for Battlefront Two was actually pretty good. I really enjoyed it and so uh continuing on with that with just like single player star wars i don't know why they're doing a lot better in those for me because fallen over so great i'm I'm excited to see where they go with survivor especially because it doesn't really tie into any of the i guess other star wars media happening right now so i don't really know what's going on with those characters that were introduced so exciting stuff there um don't really have much more to say than that so i guess we'll move on to the (laughs) next one for me which is uh atomic heart uh, I, I'm more intrigued by just what this game is and how long it's been, I guess, in the works than, than what it's actually about. I don't really know what the story covers. I don't know if it's, like, related to anything, to any other properties. But yeah. it's been in, like, development for years and years now. Uh, it takes place in a alternate uh, reality Soviet Union, uh, I think, in the 60s. So kind of like a Wolfenstein in a sense, it's like that same time period in like a different uh, world where uh, history played out differently. Right. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm really gonna look too much into it, or if I'll just maybe try it out once it comes out, see if I see if I dig it. I, I think it's an open world game, but yeah, that's that's about all I know at the moment for it. I'm 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 intrigued, but I can't really say why. <laughs> and who is it? Who is developing? I, this is the first I've ever heard of it. It looks like this is their first game, Munfish. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I, I've I've been intrigued. Snot Rag shared a trailer for it that had a release date, and I've been I, I've been hearing this name come up for a few years now. So it's the first time I've actually attached a release date to it. That's coming out in just a couple months. Interesting. So. Yeah, I mean I love that kind of stuff. I really liked uh, the Wolfenstein for that. Like just like alternate yeah. alternate history is always kind of interesting to me uh yeah. just you know what if one little thing was different uh, there's some tv shows like that uh man in the high castle dealing with a different outcome yeah. for world war ii uh for all mankind is one on uh, apple tv it's about the space race and had how that gone a little differently so uh yeah all all, all of that it, it's right up my alley as far as uh i guess that subgenre goes but that it looks pretty cool i think i mean if it is that it's kind of it seems like it's giving also a little uh a metro uh Exodus, Exodus Lost yeah, yeah, and I love those games too. I think those are really good. I bought those on my Switch, and uh, they were pretty fun. I, I, I liked those. So I think I got one of those for free recently on Epic. I'm trying to remember which one though. Yeah, <laughs> not the main one, but like one of the one of the I guess sub sub games. All right, the next one. I mean, I, I'm gonna say it. Be, well, you know what? Can I just say Final Fantasy 16 is kind of just a given? Like, I'm interested in what's going to happen with it. I, I'm shocked. Oh, I mean, I'm not really. But I, I'm, I'm <laughs> s- surprised that you're anticipating the next Final Fantasy 7 remake more than the next new numbered entry. At least that's the impression I'm getting from it. Uh, a little bit. I, I think that um, 
there's a lot of things about 16 and I won't go too deep into it right now because it's kind of really isn't the place for it, I think. But uh, I have nothing to really like think. Uh, I know when I first watched that trailer back in like 2020 or whatever it was, early 2021, I hadn't played Final Fantasy 14 yet. Mm. And uh, the people behind this, uh, people know Yoshi P, uh, who is kind of the guy behind everything in Final Fantasy 14 driving that. He's leading this out. He's kind of the director over Final Fantasy 16. And so to me, when I first saw it, it was kind of like, it didn't feel enough fantasy to me. It kind of felt like, oh, they're trying to kind of trying to do like a Game of Thrones, like very grounded uh, thing. There was a lot of things like, you know, oh, no party. It's just you, the the player as the as the main character. And that's kind of it. And I wasn't sure just because based on that, it seemed a little bland to me. Now, however, now that I've actually played through stuff, I just finished Stormblood in Final Fantasy XIV, and the story is picking up a lot. Um, I, I can't, I can't necessarily like, I, I don't want to give too much credit. And, like, this is like the best game I've ever played, but I have really been enjoying. It. I'm not ready to make a judgment value on it yet too much. Sure, sure. Um, you know, I did see the trailer for it. I don't have hardly any context for anything around it i just you know saw a trailer for what it is and it seems to me at least it is going back to that kind of swords and sorcery type standard uh fantasy environment that i guess final fantasy hasn't been in a while uh do you feel like that makes it more generic to me yeah the impression that i get is that it is just going the initial thing when i saw that i don't know how it's gonna turn out because you know i'm trying not to put too much onto it but sure. that my first impression when I saw the 16 trailer was like, this is kind of just like, it's almost becoming Western basic fantasy, which I don't like. That's why I like Final Fantasy, because it's always a little, it's got like a little like sci-fi in there and a little like, you know, uh, like sure, sure. Japanese street fashion, you know, like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> only, only with uh, Yes Mura involved. Exactly. And like, and, and you, you know, I mean, saying that, having said that, you know, my feelings on on Nomura, uh, that, that's why I'm kind of just like, I don't know how I feel about this yet. I don't know what it's going to be because part of me is worried. It's just going to, it's going to be like, just like a watered down Western fantasy kind of thing with some final fantasy trappings, which is not what I want. I don't want mm. that. I would rather them do something bombastic and crazy that people go, huh? I, I, I am a little surprised. This is the first, uh, I guess, new final fantasy entry that's uh, released in the time that I've known you, Ratnado, and uh, I wasn't expecting you to be kind of lukewarm on it, so I'm I, I'm hoping that it, I guess, comes out and changes your mind, because yeah. I know how much uh, you enjoy the series, but tell me, what uh, what what writer is attached to this, and uh, are you familiar with? I'll wrap it up really quick to say that having played 14, it seems like they're kind of giving the reins, they're saying, Final Fantasy 14 is doing so good, people are enjoying it so much, we're going to kind of let all of you, the Final Fantasy 14 people, kind of show us what can we do with 16 let's try something different and so i will say that i have been heartened by having played it because her name is uh natsuko ishikawa and she's one of the writers that's come along a little bit i mean i think she's been involved for a long time but she has done parts of the game of final fantasy 14 that people are really liking to uh shadow bringers which is the expansion i just got into parts of Stormblood and parts of uh like a specific class quest that you can do apparently she's the writer behind it and it's everything i've seen from those things that people are like oh yeah that's natsuko ishikawa she wrote that i'm like hmm yeah this was intriguing it was good uh it, it was it was adult and and like not like adult like you know mature themes but like it was something that was felt realistic while being fantastical and uh, knowing that she's in on that and Yoshi P are in on that. And I think they're even being, bringing the composer Masayoshi Soken into it. I am, 
I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm very optimistic, but I don't want to like I'm not ready to commit. Fair enough. Fair enough. You gotta you gotta see what it's about before you you jump on board fully. Yeah. I can respect that. Well, well. Speaking of that attitude, uh, I mean, naturally, naturally, we're contractually uh, by by Chunky Cat required to bring it up. <laughs> For, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I mean, I won't say much about it. Uh, there's not really much to say. We have gotten very little <laughs> as yeah. far as information goes but i mean we we know it's coming out in the spring um i'm excited for it i i i may say a lot of things uh about breath of the wild but i i did really enjoy that game won't get too into it here but i think there was just little things in breath of the wild that got it was just so close to being what i what i wanted and if they just tweaked it a little bit more than it would have been it would have been right there so I'm hoping that Tears of the Kingdom can just fix a couple of those rubs that I had with Breath of the Wild and that uh, it, it just really, especially playing Elden Ring now, I'm just getting reminded so much of what I was wanting from open world games uh, around the time it came out. And going from a series that just had so many different landscapes, so many different methods of traversal into a into a game where you can't even go underwater anymore, which is something you could do in the N64 Zeldas. If they even just brought that back to the kingdom, it would be a game changer. Naturally, this guy, uh, we know that's going to be a, a big factor. I, I expect they'll do that really well. Um, kind of what we were hoping for with Skyward Sword, but didn't really get. And uh, if we can go underground as well, that would be uh, that'd be awesome. So I'm really hopeful for it. I really think that uh, they're going to knock it out of the park and just breath of the wild and then some. Uh, that's 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 what I'm expecting. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I would like a, a good story, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that just depends on what direction they decide to take it. <laughs> it also depends on what you consider a good story, so... That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree. I, I'm super hopeful. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that there's something to be said about, like, Breath of the Wild is, is, is a great game, but there was... I agree. I, I'm not sure if, we, if we've ever talked about those specific things. I, I think we can we can uh, confidently say there will be an episode around the time of the release of the game that will go in-depth in into what we think of Breath of the Wild, which, uh, again, I, both of us like Breath of the Wild, right? We can yeah. we can say that now. <laughs> so don't, yeah, yeah. don't think we're saying otherwise, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty easy to do better than Breath of the Wild if they just do a couple things differently in yep. Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. And, and that being said, I mean we're not well. We'll go into this later, but I want to put I want to put a, a bookmark in this as well. A little sampling. A- Age of Calamity is a very has a lot of the things that I wish that Breath of the Wild had. Mm, that, it's interesting because I thought it would as well, and then I played it, and uh, uh, we'll talk about it right now. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Another thing to keep in mind with it is that Breath of the Wild was an early release Switch game, and this is a, I mean, if you take Nintendo at its word, it's a mid-release Switch game, but I mean, really, it's an end-of-life Switch game. Uh, we're probably in the last year or two of the console, so we're going to be seeing it basically fully utilizing what Switch can do, and I mean, if recent games are any indication, eh, it may struggle a little bit. I'm, I'm hoping that they're able to pull out some Nintendo magic. Uh, Mario Odyssey ran great. And looked great, and uh, Breath of the Wild performed eh, <laughs> unideally, uh, but it was also right when the console came out. So I'm hoping they can they can fix it up a little bit, uh, make it look really nice. And yeah, that's that's all we're gonna say about that for now because there's not really much more to say with the information we have. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for it though. Next up, I mean, like I I'll, well, the next thing I'm kind of looking forward to and to see how it plays out is Street Fighter Six. Ah, yes, yes. Um, I got announced not too long ago. 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, just from what we saw, just the idea of like, kind of like, I don't know if it's an open world, but like the ability to go around and do stuff. It looks like they're going for a design that is just kind of like, I don't know. I, I like the design of it. I like the design of like Street Fighter 5 and 4, but like big bulky and everyone's, you know, like that. But it seems like 6 is kind of just going with like a more, slightly more realistic, you know, tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it looks cool. I like the vibe of it. The music sounds great. I, I'm, I'm really hoping that's going to be good. And I want to get into it. And a lot of people I know that got to try it out, got to try out that beta, said it looks great. So I'm excited for that. Well, well, keep your eyes over on RP Genius. He'll be playing it as soon as it's available uh, for all of you to see because he's, he's big into those fighting games. But um, yeah, I, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> At fighting games, not gonna lie, that aren't Smash, like just the combos, it's just all a little too much for me to process in the moment. But uh, yeah, if they were able to, to tweak the, the gameplay a bit to be a little different than what's come before, because I mean, let's be honest, Street Fighter two through five are all just Street Fighter two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, with, with 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 like modern upgrades. So I mean, which it, is not bad. That's still yeah. Fine. It's I mean, hey, Street Fighter two is great, <laughs> but I mean, you know, maybe maybe you can try something different eventually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And if it doesn't work, just go back to what works uh, with Street Fighter 7. <laughs> so, very cool. Um, last but not least, uh, probably my most anticipated game of the year. Uh, been a long time since we've gotten a title from Rocksteady. And, uh, I mean, especially, I mean, I talked about it a little bit uh, with that news that came out of the Game Awards uh, that Kevin Conroy would be released Batman one more time in Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I am so nervously optimistic yeah, uh, yeah. for this game. I really want them to Ooh. do it well, just based on how long it's been uh, since we have a, had an entry and in, in what they're trying to do differently with it with uh, multiplayer co-op, um, especially seeing how Gotham Knights kind of fumbled that um, by, by all impressions, having not played it. Um, I, I'm really hopeful that it just brings that extra polish, that it just brings that great storytelling that they've done in all the other Arkham games. And uh, knowing that it's also not an Arkham game, that it's going to be its own thing, and letting my expectations not influence that, uh, and being able to take it for what it is, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm nervous for it. I'm really looking forward to trying some of the new uh, characters and their move sets. Uh, the story, as it stands right now, is uh, having me a little wary, just based yeah. on on what it's going to do with the characters of uh, of the Justice League. But you know, hey. Uh, it's a it's a DC game. Uh, they can do some crazy things sometimes, as we know. <laughs> yeah. So and they can always just write it off as some other universe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm excited about that too. The only thing with that is Arkham is probably my favorite Batman universe they've ever done. So <laughs> I don't want them to go too crazy with it, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. It, it'll be good. It'll be. Let's just hey, uh, if I'm wrong, come back to this and we'll clip it out and. and uh, <laughs> Will, will lambast me for saying eh, trust trust that it's going to be good trust the process i'm trusting the process and i, I don't want to end this i know we're trying we're getting there but uh, i don't want to say this because uh you know we would never hear the end of it hollow knight silk song <laughs> that hasn't ever released it yet though do we really know it's coming out this year <laughs> i mean we Bop-inata. don't know <laughs> we're, we're praying just like we're praying for suicide squad we're praying for abby yeah, yeah. morty morty you've you, you're going to be a good cat now so that Abby can can patiently await Silk Song coming out without <laughs> having pots knocked down. All right? Uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, that's it. 
DK65 hasn't been announced yet, so uh, we'll, we'll get to that when that comes when that comes about. But uh, that's that's I guess what we're looking forward to early in the year uh, with the information we have at this time. Uh, maybe maybe we'll have another one of these at some point in the year, but uh, that's that's it for me at the moment. Ratnado, uh, I, I, I see you have a, quite a few games there on your list. I do as well, and uh, don't know if you'll all see these games played in any way shape or form by the time they come out but uh you know hopefully we'll at least get a chance to talk about them and uh, let you know what we think some of these are are just for me they're just for rat alone and then he'll emerge and talk about it yeah not not everything's meant to be uh made into content i I guess we should we should say that up front (laughs) but uh i i've been happy to have this conversation always fun to look ahead and get excited for something and uh and talk about what you want from it and what you don't and uh it's 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 surprising that there's so little information about a lot of these big games at the beginning of the year but like like we said it's only january uh a lot can change in the next few weeks so yeah that's all we're gonna say for today thank you for listening i've been squat cobbler of the scrollies podcast and the squat cobbler youtube and i'm joined by my co-host and i was i am no longer team retinator just for the duration of this podcast was IT Ratnado, and I'm now going to ascend into my other form, which is Rathian in Final Fantasy XIV. Did you know that they've critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, that's not what we're using it for, but if anyone knows out there, just a, a maiden out there who uh, likes likes a guy that likes Elden Ring, There's there's got to be millions of those out there, right? Perks if you have a horse that you can give them with a <laughs> magic ring. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're a maiden, I guess all you have to do is just give give somebody a, a horse. Yeah, just show up to them in, a, in an astral projection and, and give them a horse by, <laughs> uh, by a campfire. <laughs> that's uh, all you got to do. Is that our new uh, our new uh, bonus podcast, uh, Dates? <laughs> Dating advice, advices. Uh, uh, a work in progress. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we're just like, uh, give him a horse. I don't know. <laughs> we'll let screenies pop up first, and then. Uh... <laughs>